I'm back. It's amazing how much better you can feel if you listen to your body when it says, hey, please stop. I'm running out of fuel. Please, please, please. And then you actually do what your body needs. I feel so much better. And now I am ready to jump back in with you. I was not always good at paying attention to what I need. And that's still something that I am learning and still uh, a constant lesson that I am helping other people with. So pay attention to what your body is saying. How are you feeling? Are you feeling tired? Are you feeling anxious? Are you feeling sad? What helps you feel better? And if you pay attention, you can catch yourself before you run out of fuel and you're stuck at the side of the road. Self-care is so important and it's a constant thing. We have to take care of ourselves first. We are the ones who will notice that we need that care first. So let's hop into the episode. Hi, welcome to Healthy Wealthy Roots a podcast about financial wellness, mental health, and parenthood. I first realized that I had imposter syndrome when I was in graduate school. I've mentioned previously that I attended a predominantly white graduate program, and a lot of the people in my class came from wealthy families, and I felt like I did not fit in. I did not know that it was called imposter syndrome. I just knew that I sat in my classes and I looked around and I did not feel like I fit in. And I wondered things like, did they really read my undergrad transcript before they let me in this school? Did they actually like me on my interview? Or are they just being nice to me and offering me a slot because I am fill in the blank, fill in the blank, fill in the blank? And what I did with that feeling of of inadequacy, really, I called my father at the time and I explained to him what I was experiencing. And he had said to me that he knew of a woman who was successful in her own right. And she had written a book about her journey. And she was from Trinidad, like I am. And she was Black, like I am. So he got her to send me a copy of her book, as well as a book on uh, the stories of women who had doctorates. And so I read both of those books and it helped me feel a lot better, a lot more secure in the fact that yes, I am allowed to be here just like everyone else. But that does not mean that the imposter syndrome went away. After my graduate program, I did my postdoctoral fellowship at a very competitive program, and it popped up there as well. And it has continued to pop up at various uh, chapters of my life. 
So this is something that I have gotten comfortable with. I have gotten comfortable with the fact that I experience feelings of inadequacy or insecurity about my abilities, even though I have a track record that shows that I am very good at what I do. And that really has been a major key for me, being able to just accept that this exists because then I can work with it. Anything in your life, once you accept that there is an issue, then you can do something to address it. So imposter syndrome was first um, discovered or described as imposter phenomena by Dr. Clance. She is based in Atlanta. She's a psychologist and she had coined it back in the 70s. And interestingly enough, she also felt like she was a fraud in her graduate program. And that uh, led to her research on this. And basically what it is, is where you feel like you do not deserve the things that you have in your life. You feel like you tricked people into letting you be here. Um, and it's relatively common. I have spoken with several very successful people in their own right, um, a lot of millennials who are friends of mine, and they have all shared uh, with me kind of their ups and downs of their journey. And one of the things that has popped up time and time again, is this imposter syndrome. So what can it look like? It can look like perfectionism. So feeling like your work needs to always be top grade before it is appropriate enough to share with other people. And that perfectionism can cause you to stay up late at night tweaking and tweaking and tweaking, trying to get it absolutely perfect when there is no such thing as perfect. And you can actually turn it in or turn it over and it would be well received. Uh, you may also feel like you're a superman or a superwoman and you need to be able to handle everything on your plate and do it all really well. Um, you may feel like you need to be able to do everything yourself. You may feel like you have to be an expert on your topic. Uh, you may feel like you do not measure up to the success of others. You very literally may feel small in a room of people who are your peers or in a room where you actually are the expert and people are coming to you to hear about what you have to say. All of those things are signs of feeling like an imposter, feeling like a fraud. And basically what the reality of the situation is, is that you are carrying messages with you that come from experiences that you had in your childhood, in your teens, 
um, messages from the media, from your family, about what you can and cannot do. And when I say you, I mean you, the person, but also you in terms of your characteristics. So you may have gotten messages about what black people or brown people can and cannot do, what immigrants can and cannot do, what LGBT people can and cannot do, what women can and cannot do. And when you have all of those messages that have been uh, put on you, you basically carry them around in a big old backpack on your back as you navigate through life. And it causes you to question if you actually can uh, do the things that you are trying to do. So Dr. Clance uh, actually has created a, um, a scale and you can actually fill out the questions yourself to figure out where you fall and if this is something that is relevant to you. I do want to read just a couple of the questions on there so you have an idea of what to expect. And there are only 20 questions on it. So uh, one question is, at times I feel my success has been due to some kind of luck. Uh, another question is, I'm afraid people important to me may find out that I'm not as capable as they think I am. So if you'd like to fill that out, I will include it on the webpage for this episode. Uh, I will also include her website because she has a bunch of stuff on there that is helpful as well. Uh, other people have been studying imposter syndrome. And one of the things that they found is that minority groups are more likely to be susceptible. Initially, the thought was this is something that women experience, women in the working world experience, but that has been debunked and men can experience this as well. But minorities, uh, as in uh, Asian Americans or people who are Black, African descent, uh, Latinos, LGBTQ, they are more likely to be susceptible to this because if you think about it, marginalized groups have had the cards stacked against them from day one and very often have to climb over hurdles that other groups may not. And when I was looking this up, one of the things that I found was a quote by Maya Angelou that I actually was not familiar with, and it really moved me. So I wanted to read that. She said, I have written 11 books, but each time I think, uh-oh, they're going to find out now. I've run a game on everybody and they're going to find me out. Think about that. Maya Angelou. The Maya Angelou. God rest her soul. So this is not just you and it's not just me. And when I get those feelings, when I think about, oh, I'm, I'm not supposed to be here or 
this work that I'm turning in is not good enough. I need to remember that I am not the only person who has these thoughts. That's really step one. Step one is seeing that you're thinking those things and reminding yourself that you're not the only person who has thought those things. Step two is standing in your worth, reminding yourself that I did X, Y, Z to get to this point in my life. I have the experience and remind yourself of what you did to get the experience. So for me, that means reminding myself that I went to college for three and a half years. I went to graduate school for five years. I got however many hundreds of hours of supervised training uh, before I was able to launch off on my own and start seeing people independently. And I had this many exams to take. So that's what you have to do. You have to remind yourself of all of the steps that you took to get to where you are. And it helps to be surrounded by people who are similar to you. So in my graduate program, there were only a handful of black students and uh, I was only friends with one of them. So she and I talked and we would relate to each other, but it also helped to be connected with a larger network of people who were like me and going through the experiences that I am going through. And even now, on my personal finance debt-free journey, I have been paying attention more so to what women or people of color have to say about the financial world because I can resonate with their story. So that's another thing that can help. If you find that your imposter syndrome is debilitating, if it is really getting in your way of being able to finish your projects or present your work or it makes you feel so small that you are really anxious or really depressed, that may be a sign that you may benefit from talking with someone about it. And uh, on the website for the podcast, healthywealthyroots.org. I have a tab on there on starting therapy and how to go about doing that. And I'll continue to plug this whenever it's relevant because one of my missions is to normalize therapy and talk about the benefits that can come from it. So I hope all of this information has helped. On the website, uh, I will have a page for this episode. I'll include that um, imposter phenomenon scale that was created by Dr. Clance. And I'll also include a couple of um, links that may help. One book that I read when I was in graduate school that really helped me was called Stop Thinking, Start Living. And it helped me to get out of my head and stay kind of focused on what I was doing. So I'll include a couple of those things on the website. And I hope that this helps. So thank you for joining me today. 
Tune in every Monday and Friday. You can check out the website at healthywealthyroots.org. Join me on Instagram at healthywealthyroots and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Remember, our future grows from healthy, wealthy roots. I want to share an update with you on my personal finance and debt-free journey. I am only a couple months in, but I'm starting to notice things that I did not expect that I would experience. And I also made a couple of changes to my plan. So I want to share that with you and hopefully it will help with giving you some inspiration or some ideas. Join me next time. This podcast offers only a look at what I'm doing and is not meant to substitute the results you can get from working one-on-one with a professional.